The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 12th of June. In your Squiz today, Australian leaders urge against protests. Scott Morrison says Australia won't be coerced by China. Hosting the FIFA Women's World Cup and the $1,000 haircut. This is your Squiz today. There are more protests planned across the country for today and tomorrow, Claire. Political leaders like Prime Minister Scott Morrison and opposition leader Anthony Albanese are urging protesters to stay home. They're outlining the risks of a second wave of COVID-19, both in a health sense and in an economic sense. Yeah, these mass gatherings really do put that at risk, they say, because, of course, when it comes to coronavirus, there's still cases in the community. Uh, People are still coming to the country with COVID-19 and we must remain vigilant, says uh, Jodie McVernon, who's the Director of Epidemiology at the Doherty Institute. That was underlined yesterday when a man who attended the Melbourne protest last Saturday for Black Lives Matter tested positive for the virus and that has health officials there really scurrying to do the contact tracing Mm. and try and get to the bottom of whether anyone else has contracted it. The Prime Minister has said that protesters who attend rallies that are in breach of public health orders should face charges. Is that likely to happen? We'll wait and see how it goes today. What's happened in Sydney is that a court has ruled that a refugee rights rally that's organised for tomorrow should be prohibited, but there's still word that there is going to be an anti-racism demonstration in Sydney later today. Organisers there haven't filled out the proper paperwork with authorities and they haven't ruled out calling it off either. So we'll see whether arrests actually occur there if it goes ahead. Uh, Brisbane refugee activists are also planning on demonstrating in Brisbane. And then there's other Black Lives Matters protests planned in Darwin and Perth. So we'll have to see how it plays out. Health authorities are urging those planning to attend to think twice. It's thought that a second wave could wipe out as much as four years of economic growth. The National Cabinet will meet today. Also on the agenda will be the question of opening up domestic borders. As the protests start to calm down in the US, there are plenty of questions about what happens next. There are loud calls for reforms to policing to end police brutality, including pushes to defund the police, Claire. And the nation's police departments are said to be battered and bruised, both literally and figuratively. So that means that there's, of course, difficult conversations to have there. Uh, Lots of talk about what is going to happen with reforms to end police brutality towards black Americans. But Donald Trump is very stridently lining up with authorities. Uh, Also, when you look across the country, there's lots of change happening. Yeah, some examples of that are people pulling down statues of Confederate leaders, notable slave-owning citizens, and statues of Christopher Columbus. At a business level, some streaming services are taking action by removing controversial shows that have blackface, such as Chris Lilly's Summer Heights High, which is one of four of his shows that have been pulled from Netflix. Other notable actions taken in the music industry, the band Lady Antebellum have changed their name to Lady A, and the Grammys will stop using the word urban to describe music of black origin in its award categories. 
As mentioned earlier in the week, China has now warned its students as well as its tourists to stay away from Australia, alleging racist incidences during the coronavirus pandemic. This is just the latest in a list of rising tensions, Claire, and Prime Minister Scott Morrison's responses are starting to get a little stronger. Yeah, he was asked about it yesterday and he said that we're an open trade nation and never going to trade our values in response to coercion uh, from wherever it comes. So to use coercion... Uh, in that form in terms of what China is doing at the moment is quite significant. Mm. Uh, People were looking to see what would happen given the consequences of our stand uh, about having an inquiry into the coronavirus. But also remember things weren't particularly great when we were heading into the start of the year either with a whole heap of things that China weren't particularly happy with Australia on, including laws that look at uh, infiltrating policy So there's all sorts of things that are still on the boil there and it doesn't look like things are going to be resolved anytime soon. And just while we're on the Prime Minister, he apologised yesterday to people who suffered because of the government's robo-debt scheme. The government will pay back $721 million worth of the debts raised through that program. And in some exciting sports news, Australia and New Zealand are in with a very strong chance of co-hosting the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. Got a couple of other contenders ahead of us. Brazil pulled out of the running this week, but uh, also when you then look at Japan, which of course is hosting an Olympic, so it's got lots of new facilities, uh, and Colombia, which would require a bit more support, FIFA says, to hold that Women's World Cup. Um, Australia and New Zealand have thrown in a bid and it looks like we're very commercially favourable, FIFA says. Uh, It would be the first time that the Southern Hemisphere has hosted that World Cup uh, also in the Asia-Pacific region and it's something uh, that really soccer fans could get excited about. FIFA will vote on the matter on the 25th of June. Very exciting news for soccer fans. We'll get to Friday Lights in just a moment, Claire, but a message now from our podcast partner, Chromebooks. Chromebooks are all about making life easier for busy people. For example, if you're working offline, all your work will back up to Google Drive so you can easily access your most recent files and downloads. And then once you are back online, everything automatically syncs up. If this sounds like the sort of convenience you need in your life, head to google.com forward slash Chromebook to find the right laptop for you. I'll also put that link into your episode notes. Wrapping up with Friday Lights now, and if you're anything like us in needing a bit of a trim in the hair department, the $1,000 haircut could be something to dream about. Oh, look, my hair's ridiculously long and I'm sort of at the point <laughs> yeah. where I just keep tying it back and just trying not to look at Messy myself in the mirror because it's just not worth really going through the pain of it oh, all. I feel but <laughs> a $1,000 haircut is something that caught my eye and it's quite fascinating actually to see uh, a few of the YouTube clips. He has a very particular style of getting rid of dead ends, which is probably something that I'm facing, but um, <laughs> also um, being able to look at someone's face and cut um, very geometrically for that, he says. So, yeah, I was fascinated. And that's a thousand US, so that's 1400 Australian dollars to give you some context. <laughs> You're also giving a lime, coconut, and rhubarb slice a go this weekend. This sounds really delicious. I really like rhubarb. It reminds me a lot of my childhood. We had a lot of rhubarb when I was a kid but uh, pairing that with some lime and coconut in a nice crispy slice I think sounds really lovely. 
And if you feel like you need a little balance after giving that slice a try, there's also a link to an article in The Squiz today that rounds up the best at-home fitness trends. So it's all about balance. Definitely doing the slice, not so sure on the exercise. But look, it's a good balance, that's for sure. What's the subject line today? Gone for Willow Smith. I whip my hair back and forth. Of course, whenever I hear about hair, I go for that. And I've got plenty of it at the moment to whip around. So I'm sure (laughs) others do too. I know. I definitely do as well. That's all from us today. Have a good Friday. Have a good weekend. We will be back with you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.